Well, I think that people think influence and influencers will always out there and always know what they're doing and always know what the next step is. And that's why they always seem to have it together. Because if we think about influencers in, in our cultures in the world, their lives always look so wonderful and they're always in the right place at the right time and talking to the right people. But you don't know that maybe they have those doubts. They've had their rough times. You know, they've had their times when they weren't sure what to do to get to that point. A strong and independent woman is something to behold. She pays her own bills, buys her own things, and she doesn't let a man affect her stability or self-confidence. She is a soul-rich woman. Are you ready to be rich doing what you love? Be on purpose and in control of your life again. At For Women Who Love the F Word podcast, we will be openly talking about getting more clients online, getting recognition as the leader and female entrepreneur, and also the F Word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. It's time to own and love the F Word. Welcome to the show. On today's show, Woman of Influence, we have a special guest uh, who is a great friend who has interviewed Soul Rich Woman before. Um, she is Deborah A. Bailey. She is called Coach Deb on her Women Entrepreneurs Radio podcast. And that was where I got to meet her. She's a writer, she's a coach, and a storyteller. She loves to bring stories to life and stories of her guests that she interviews on her podcast uh, about the experiences that she writes about and the characters that she creates in her fictional worlds. She's super awesome and super amazing. She has wrote a book. She's got a blog. She's got like podcasts and even media um, company as well. And she has like spoken and presented workshops to organizations such as Ladies Who Launch and the College of the NJ, Dress for Success, Hudson Country, and many more. So let's welcome... Our dear friend Deborah Bailey. Hi, how are you? So glad to be here. Hello, Deb. So good to see you today. Thank you for being on our show. Why don't you want uh, you want to introduce? Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. <laughs> well, you told so much. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Um, I, I was a copywriter, an English major, and then I turned uh, into a computer programmer, changed careers, and then I decided to leave corporate and um, started business being a freelance writer, and then I took coaching uh, classes and, and learned about coaching. So I'm one of those people that has all these different ideas and, and wants to try everything that I can, which is why I have so many things going on right now. Um, and I'm really excited about that because I love to talk to people and especially my podcast and being here, uh, my first live video. And um, I'm just really excited to be here and, and to share um, and spend time with you because we had so much fun on my podcast. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, when you're so so when you're doing all these things, so when do you first know the power of influence? Um, well, I think when we were talking earlier about um, some of my um, opportunities to be on 
um, mentioned, like, say, I, I have an um, article I wrote that's on CNN.com's uh, website. I think I learned then when I wrote my first book, Think Like an Entrepreneur, that you could influence other people by just sharing your own story. And I wrote about my, my journey in corporate and how I had to change the way I thought so that I could now move out of that uh, mindset and really be um, trusting myself more, my intuition, um, trusting my creativity. So I wrote that all in a book and it took uh, about six months and then I published it and I got assistance um, to help publicize it and got opportunities to write about it and, and write articles and get quoted. And that's what I realized about influence. You know, you never know how you can help someone else. So, wow. You know, yeah. But when you're looking at it, I mean, like when you said that you, there's always power to help people, right? But what is exactly mm -hmm. a woman of influence to you? I think someone who, to me, who will help others and share what she knows and mentor others, um, but also be a supporter and someone who is really authentic, like really knows who she is or doesn't mind learning and making mistakes and really being that kind of a role model, not perfect, but someone who is who's saying, you know, I, I've come to a certain place in my life and now I want to help other people as well where I can. And to me, that's, that's what's important for women of influence. And how are you exactly influencing in your area? I mean, you're a copywriter before and, you know, you do that, do so many things, interview guests on your show. How are you influencing? Well, I think from what I've told, been told and also when, when I talk to you, um, I think just even having the show and, and being open and meeting people and, and wanting to share um, the people that I meet, uh, share what they're doing with other listeners. Um, I think that is really something that I've come to appreciate how important that is. Um, because I thought that I didn't realize it was so important <laughs> until people told me so. You know, you may never know how you're influencing. You you just don't don't realize how important what you're doing is. But when you talk about influence, it's more of changing their mindset, or was it changing their, uh, you know, their actions? So, what is influence really? I think changing mindset. I think to me it's important, you know, because sometimes people aren't sure. They're not sure what, what to do. And maybe you can help them to see that they have it within them, but they don't know. And they just may need a little guidance and support. So I look at influence as something positive and helpful. I'm always going to look at it that way. But I know sometimes with influence, it's more like telling people what makeup to use or <laughs> what fashion to buy or what product to buy. And that's, you know, I'm not putting that down. But I think there's different ways to look at how you can be of influence. So when you say that there are different angles and different ways, and what are some of the common myths that people have about influence? I think that some people think that you have to be really rich and powerful to have it. Like you can't just be happy, you know, you, you can't have it and just be a regular quote unquote person. You know, they think, oh, it's only those people who are big stars and on the pedestal and they're the only people. But that's not really true. You know, the average person could be an influence too, I think. <laughs> and then what's the most typical reason why people fail at being influential? 
<laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, but because like you said, people think that being influential means they need to be rich. They need to have, yes. you know, all the power in the world before they could influence. But, you know, yeah. sometimes it could be just little things. So what's yeah. the most typical, typical reason why people fail at being influential? I think maybe because they don't take seriously what they know, what they can contribute. Maybe they feel they have to follow the crowd, you know. So maybe you could be of influence in your field, but you're thinking, oh, I can't contribute. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, what I say is not important. You know, are you just going to follow what a bunch of other people are doing? And so you, you, your influence doesn't stand out at all because you're not willing to step up into it. Hmm. So when a person is not willing to step up, what are some of the specific obstacles um, for them to gain that power of influence? I think first you have to start to have confidence in yourself and appreciate what you've done and what you can share. And, you know, without confidence, it's really hard to step up into anything. Hmm. You know, you, you if you put yourself down, you're not going to feel you have anything to contribute. Um, and it's often it's taking a chance. Uh, taking that risk because if you play it safe a lot of times people never know what you have to offer you won't know what you have to offer because you're afraid you hold back too much um, and you may have that one piece of information somebody needs mm. and you think that confidence is the biggest issue that a lot of people may have oh definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely because um, you never so many people have been told that what they think is not important and or who knows what their life experience has been and they have felt so down on themselves and they weren't appreciated or the, the thing that they know how to do someone said oh that's not going to make any money so who cares you know they they don't know that they have gold inside of them but they they don't know it so i think confidence is very important but what kind of support and resources um you yourself personally have used in order to gain influence I mean, because you've done tons of episodes of podcasts, <laughs> hundreds and hundreds. Would I, would I say thousand already? Has it Not yet. <laughs> no, it's still in, in the, like 400. <laughs> yeah, but still hundreds of podcast episodes, you know? Yeah, I think that I've learned, and we were talking about that before, I've learned so much. Um, it's like talking to you, I learned a lot. And, and with all, every guest, someone's going to say something that you may never heard before. Maybe you felt it. But someone else says it too, and you're like, okay, I didn't realize other people have the same feeling or they have the same experience. And then you go, oh, okay, you know, maybe I'm I'm not, uh, what I'm thinking isn't so odd or strange, or you could feel more confident because you realize you um, have other people, other things in common with other, other people. Or even if you don't know um, their experience, you can learn. And, and learning that experience now helps you to be more a fully rounded person who, mm. you know, can listen to other people, hear their input. You may not always agree. You don't have to, but you take in new experiences. And I think that's how you grow mm. as a person. Mm -hmm. mm. When you're learning from other people's experiences, and you, I mean, there must be, you know, of course, we must be maybe humble or, you know, want to mm -hmm. listen to people. But were there times that, there were hurdles on your path when you were personally, you know, trying to build your influence. Were mm -hmm. there, you know, roadblocks for you? 
Yeah, I, I think that when I was um, working, like say on the book, and you know you have to go out there and, and put it out there, then you feel like, well, I don't know, how can someone help me? You know, I don't know what's the first thing to do. So that's when I, um, you know, hired someone who's an expert to help me because I admit I don't know how to do this. Maybe someone else can help who does know the ropes on how to do it. You know, so but I also think it's because when I had the idea for the book, I actually finished it. And how many people have an idea for a book? that they want to put out in the world, but they don't do it because they're afraid or they feel like, I don't know how to finish. I don't know how to write. I don't know. You know, but there's so much help out here. There are people who will help you. And so you don't have to, um, you know, sit there and, and not know. You know, you just you just have to ask the question and, and you'd be surprised at the help you get. So I think the stumbling blocks for me could have been that I would have stopped and felt like giving up because it was it wasn't easy to write the first book definitely not and I didn't know quite what I was doing <laughs> so <laughs> but I had help you know and, and that helped me to go on when maybe I wouldn't want to give up mm. and when I mean when you I saw that I heard that I mean you're, t- you're saying that the spirit of not giving up what compelled you to try again and again? I mean, there must be something that's within you, maybe a small voice, or was there some advice, or was there some mentors? Well, I definitely had um, assistance from my mom, and she um, passed away last year, but um, she always was supportive. And I was always a writer from when I was a child, so she always knew that's what I wanted to do, and I, I would tell everybody I knew I was going to write, I was going to be a writer, I was going to write books, but I never got to it because I was held back. And finally, I just got to the point when I came out in corporate, you know, when you have a life change and then you go, I should do this thing I've always been talking about. Well, what are you waiting for? <laughs> you have to get it done. Yeah. You know, because you tell so many people and they're like, well, why haven't you done it? <laughs> so... I think it's a good idea to tell people. Sometimes it's a good idea not to tell everybody all your plans. Mm. But sometimes mm. it is because they're going to hold you accountable. And would it, would you consider this as a downside of being influential? Um, as far as having to produce? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, what do you think there are any downsides of becoming more influential? I mean, person like yourself right now who has reached out to, to so many women who have done so much writing, you know, and you have your own show, your own books, and you appear in Wall Street Journal. I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> well, see, when I read that, I go, okay. But then when someone else says it, I'm like, okay, yeah, that was good. <laughs> so, see, I'm still down downplaying it because I think we, we hmm. tend to do that. Um, but I think mm. a drawback may be for people who start to believe um, a lot of the, what can I say, if their head gets too big <laughs> and they start to really, <laughs> they start to think that they're really more special than other people because, oh, because I did this and I have that. Mm. Um, I think that's where people sometimes they they have a problem and they have a big fall because then they, they really change how they look at themselves and maybe they start to think oh you know i'm better than these people because i've done this and and i don't think you can ever really do that i think you really always have to stay open 
and be willing to learn and know I don't know everything, but I'm willing to say I don't know that. Wow, that's so powerful. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I, I caught on that you said is about downplaying. You were downplaying for a moment. There were your days that you downplay mm-hmm. yourself. Now tell me something about influence that few people ever realize. Perhaps elaborating on the point of downplaying. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that people think influence and then influence hers will always out there and always know what they're doing and always know what the next step is. And that's why they always seem to have it together. Because if we think about influencers in, in our cultures in the world, their lives always look so wonderful and they're always in the right place at the right time and talking to the right people. But you don't know that maybe they have those doubts. They've had their rough times to get to that point. You know, they've had their times when they weren't sure what to do. Or maybe they have times when they make a decision and other people in the world are judging them because they feel like now, well, you should do this and you should do that. So I think that once you get to those points and people project their own things on you, so what they think mm-hmm. you should do and who they think you are and what you what you should influence mm-hmm. and what you should endorse and how you should speak and what you should say, you know, and so there's a certain responsibility that can come. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't know who you are as a person mm-hmm. and you, you get turned around because maybe you may have a different opinion than some people may think you should have because now they think, oh, this is who this person is because I see them in the spotlight. Mm. And, you know, so you really have to know who you are, where you're, what you're about, what your integrity is, I think. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. <laughs> Influence related with integrity. I, I think that's really very powerful. Yeah, because yeah. when we, when we want to progress, we want to be mm. rounded so that when we are up there, we mm-hmm. still will not fall, right? Yes. So what do you think is holding women back to embrace Mm -hmm. influence? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I think (laughs) a lot of, you know, that's a big question, right? (laughs) Yeah, this is a big question. Yeah. It's a big question. Yeah, but many of my ladies in women are like, you know, Janisha, you know, I've got kids, you know, I've got no time, and I'm not as beautiful as you, I've not makeup, you know. I think women are kind of conditioned to be conditioned to be the support and to kind Mm -hmm. of stay back and 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 the way we communicate is different with each other than maybe I think a lot of times men it's like you go out there and you very boisterous and you say this and you don't you don't really apologize (laughs) and women a lot of times always saying I'm sorry about this and sorry about that and you know, being hanging back and not realizing the power that they have. And if you are, um, you know, whether you have a family or not, you're probably doing so much in the family. You're still probably doing so much yourself. You're for your family, for your friends. Hmm. You're, you're probably being called on to do a lot. And you don't even realize what you're accomplishing and, and the power you have from within you that you're using that you go, oh, that's not important. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. And you don't even see it because I think society doesn't really tell us as women just to stand out and stand up and, and claim that, which mm. all the power that you can have. Mm. So do you think that, what, what do you think is, or what do you believe is the most important element 
to success in becoming a woman of influence. I mean, having said that, you know, mm-hmm. they need to embrace, you know, who they, mm-hmm. that, you know, beyond their roles and what mm-hmm. society defines us as women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the hardest part because, you know, a lot of times women are judged so much on, um, like you were saying, just on appearance or judged on, on, on the status of, of you're married, you're not married, you have kids, you don't have kids. Um, if you have a business, how much is it making? It, there's, <laughs> there's all these judgments. And then in some cases, people are intimidated by women who have the success in the world. You know, they think, oh, you know, who she thinks she, she is, <laughs> you know, or maybe she's not feminine because she's, you know, has a, a strong way of, of doing what she does, you know, so they judge you by all these stereotypes of what they think a woman is supposed to be and starts to do. And mm-hmm. I think as a woman, you have to say, this is who I am as a, as a human being. And I feel this way. And I, when I go out in the world, I have to keep reinforcing that to myself because, you know, you, you get hit with a lot of, of nonsense. <laughs> I, I'll use yeah. that word. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, you know how that can be. So you yeah. you have to reinforce and and also hopefully be around people who will give you that positive support too. Wow. What? So yeah. when we say that, you know, we must look for that positive support. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that um, influence is so important in today's climate, especially mm-hmm. in today's society? Um. Well, I see it a lot, of course, I'm sure you do too, and it's particularly online. Everything is influencers and influencers because I think with the global economy, which obviously we have and everything being connected, because I mean, look at us right now, we're, we're having this conversation and we're in two different countries and time zones. Yeah. You know, everybody's trying to get in out here and there's so much noise as they say you know so for you to stand out in what you do you have to claim what you know and i think because of that the the individual influencer becomes really more important because it's not just the big brands at this Mm -hmm. point you know the person who may have a following online or have a show or or books can now be someone who has fans who will say, well, what do they think? You know, should I buy this? Should I do this? You know, what is, what, how do they feel about this? Hmm. And I think with the social media, particularly now, we can kind of follow the people who we look up to and see what they're doing and saying. You know, it may not be fair to put them on the spot like that because maybe they don't want to be, but that's kind of what's happened now. So I, I think it's become much more important um, to claim it if you feel like you know I want to be looked at that way to really claim what you think is your area of influence because it is very important right now yeah wow so Definitely. Deborah you're saying that claiming their influence claiming their area of influence or their expertise mm-hmm. right so how do you measure influence is it is what is the bottom line um hmm, that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I had to think about that because you know, to me, okay, like like people will say to me, okay, I have you have your podcast, you talk to a lot of people, and I know you, you know, you you've done a lot of things in what you're doing, and people will say, well, you're you're an influencer, but then you if you don't really think 
of it that way. Like I hadn't really thought of it that way. So I'm like, I am. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so what do I do now? It's like, <laughs> how should I influence you? <laughs> so you is know, it people's definition of you? I mean, you think that it's people's uh, perception of you, perhaps? I think that we look at people who may be doing what we want to do or seem to be doing a lot of different things that we admire. And we'll say, oh, this person's an influencer because I think we tend to, to look at other people and say, well, this person's doing all these things, but we may never look and see what we're doing. So I think it's kind of a double-edged sword when we're all looking to someone else. Mm. Um, I think you can be an influence if you are like inspiring someone. Um, so maybe I could see someone who's doing something I really think is exciting and I may want to work with them or just even just follow what they're doing because I like what they're presenting. But at the same time, um, don't forget what you also can learn from them and maybe what you have to offer too. You know, I, I guess what I'm saying, don't get lost in that where you're following someone else, but then you're not also seeing wow. what you have inside too. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of tricky. Wow. You know, I think I think you can lose your your own direction sometimes because I've done that, following mm. someone in business who I thought I should be like, but maybe that's not right for you. Wow. So Deb, have you ever dissociated yourself from someone who didn't mesh with your idea of influence? Um, hmm. <laughs> I think I, I have probably years ago when I first started um, uh, in, in freelancing and, and there were people like saying a women's organization, a few organizations that I was a part of, and I didn't know any better and maybe they seemed to, to know what they were doing, but then as you got to know them, maybe the things they were doing or the way they got there weren't quite lining up with how I want to look at things or how I want to do things. So, but I think you have to kind of learn that, especially if you're new and, and you're doing something you've never done before. The people who are doing it may seem like they are people who you want to be like, but as you get to know them and maybe their mindset is kind of negative or they, they don't really encourage um, a different idea than what they're used to. Um, that's kind of what I found in this particular organization. The people seem to be very set in their ways about what they want to do. And at that time, uh, social media was really, you know, kind of gathering steam. So they weren't really participating in it. And they, I don't think the organization really saw a point of doing it. But I'm like, well, why not? You know, why can't we think a little differently? So at that point, I realized, you know, maybe you just outgrow a situation so then I wanted to kind of meet other people who I felt I could learn from. And that's kind of what led me to start the podcast. Ah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And how did you become an influential person? And when did you realize finally that you are one? I mean, considering that's when you started your podcast, you know, mm -hmm. you talk about, you know, don't lose your identity when we are embracing and looking and following other people's influence and building our own. Don't downplay ourselves. Mm -hmm. So how do you become an influential person? And when do you realize that you're finally one? <laughs> like I talk about I kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> Put out some snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Wait, no, no, it's not cat zap. That's how you influence cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With food, with fish. They want the fish. But how do you call them? We influence others in the human world. <laughs> wow. I think that one is, that's probably not as easy, you know, because it probably depends on the people. You know, some people are really influenced and dazzled by uh, what they think success is. So if you, you know, if you're in the limo and you have all the jewelry and, and you are associating with the special people that they think, oh, this person, you know, they're going to, what they say is going to mean more to me than what someone else says. But then other people, they just look at you as an influencer because you're doing things that they are interested in, you know, like doing the podcast. Like I said, I just started because I wanted to meet other entrepreneurs. <laughs> I didn't think about where it was going at first. Mm. So I didn't really think that what I was doing was being an influencer. You know, I didn't appreciate the power of that, but other people uh, like yourself is, have, have told me so. So I think that sometimes you're the last to know <laughs> if you're an influencer. <laughs> Because you're doing things that you people are interested in. But the thing is, I started doing it because I was interested. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. it's different because you have a general interest in meeting people. Mm. So you're going to do the things to help you to do that. But I mm. think for some people... They may think, well, if I want to be an influencer, I have to have this many followers on social media, or I have to use these products. I mean, and and I'm not saying that's wrong because there's many people who may look at that and go, yes, <laughs> they're an yeah. influencer, you know. So yeah. I think these days there's so many different ways to look at that right mm -hmm. now, you know, as to what what you personally think is an influence for you. Um, I like to look at it that way as an individual thing. I don't, I don't really want to say this one way to be that, but I could definitely say that I, I was probably the last one to realize this. <laughs> I say okay. that honestly. <laughs> so you were one of the last to realize because yeah. people were telling you that, hey, Deb, you know, it's awesome to read your article, to yeah. read your book, to read your blog. <laughs> So, do you believe that everyone has the potential to be a woman of influence? Yes. <laughs> I do. I really do. I really do. You know, because you don't, like I said, you don't have to be the person making six, seven, eight figures, the person who goes to the club every night, the person who has, you know, it always is perfect because who is perfect? You know, you don't have to be that person. You could be that person who just has a passion. And you wow. just have the passion, even if you if a passion for, you know, baking a cupcake. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that's very true. That's it, you know, because you, you love that and you're going to bring your passion to it. Then why not? Yeah. You know? And I look at it. When you said that you wrote your book, well, uh, you, you did a podcast, and you said you didn't realize that you were the last person to know. <laughs> Any specific steps? Okay? So we're talking about actionable, actionable steps that you, to to what made you the influential person that you are today, even though you're the last one to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. <laughs> what steps do you take? 
thing is, it's not a straight line. You know, you, and you know, to success or whatever you're doing, it's not a straight line. But yeah. I think that it's more that you you follow your your calling or your heart, or you say, you know, if you were someone that say wanted to bake cupcakes, and you were like, one day I like to open a cupcake business, but people think that's silly. But I like cupcakes, and you just decided I'm going to find out how to do this right. And and one day you finally, you know, are catering or you have a store or whatever, you just went, you let you were led there because of what you felt in your heart and what you felt passionate about, what you were excited about. So that's really very authentic to you and how you enjoy doing things and how you put all the passion into it. So people come and get your cupcakes, they're gonna love it because they taste all of that love you put into it. So I think the steps really are to listen to what you want, um, what you feel called to. But that's hard to do, isn't it? Because yeah, really hard. in the world, you're always being called to so many things. And people are telling you, well, you should do this and you should do that. And why are you doing this? And mm-hmm. sometimes you're not sure that you're making the right move. Wow. I think it's really hard sometimes to listen to what you feel mm-hmm. in your heart. You know, you 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 can get turned around a lot because you there's a lot of room for doubt. You know, everybody has doubts about where they should um where they should be heading, and I think a lot of society, uh, a lot of the media tells you you're supposed to have certain things and be certain things. So you know, there could be a struggle between what you feel and sometimes it doesn't line up with what you're told you should be doing. Mm. So I think that's why the steps. Can seem simple, you know. You follow what what your heart is saying. Or you follow what your calling is. You follow what your passion. It it can seem easy. Oh, that you know that seems too easy, but it really isn't because a lot of times you're going against the the grain. You know, mm. you're going against what other people are telling you. Wow. So yeah, that's what I would say. When when you are taking steps to your influence, were there um, influences in your life? I mean, who are the influences? Your mom, you said that, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. She's she was the one who supported mine, and I I've just been very fortunate to have um, you know friends around me who have been very supportive because they also have their own dreams and passions. So you know we may get together and talk about what we want to do and or talk about different hobbies we may have and and you know so like I I told you I write uh, science fiction and paranormal and I have friends who you know love like Star Trek and things like that. So you always have somebody you can have fun with or someone who can su- support you in the thing that you want to do and you like to do. So I, I think that's so important because that way you don't feel that you're out here alone. Because I think entrepreneurs particularly can feel that way, that you're on your own. Even if you have a staff, it may still come down to you or maybe a business partner or someone. But, you know, you may feel alone sometimes that, how can I do this? And I'm not sure. And you need to have that support and other people who bring other things to the table that can enjoy things you enjoy or support you, even if they may think you're a little crazy. <laughs> They'll still support what you do. How can my audience reach out to you? Well, I have, as you know, many websites. <laughs> yes, you do have a lot of websites. But tell us, which one can they find you on? Um, well, dbellycoach.com, where that um, where we were just looking at that um, blog post, 
is a great place and you can learn more about me and read some other um, posts that I have and, and there's a contact um, form there too. And also my email contact at dbaileycoach.com is uh, a good uh, a good email. And of course, I'm on Facebook. Um, I have a page, facebook.com slash women entrepreneurs. And I post the show um, when the show uh, is posted. I, I put an announcement there and I put um, uh, articles there as well that you can read links back to different uh, blogs that I have. And um, I'm on Twitter um, as Deb BC um, as well. But those links are also on, on my blog. And of course, the, the podcast is dbcoach.podomatic.com. Um, is there and there's also a link there for iTunes if you're on iTunes and, and however you know the easiest way for you to um, for you to listen if you'd like to listen in as I said also on Facebook you know I have links there to listen as well so if you if you go to that page and you see something about the show there's usually a link that you can click right through um, to make it easy for you to uh, to listen in so that, that those are probably the, the best ways to find you right <laughs> yes yes Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored that we are connected and I hope that I can continue to serve you as you build your dreams. And if you love this episode, and I hope that you did, rate it five stars. Give us that glowing review because it will help more women around the world finding this Soul Rich Woman podcast. Alone you are strong, together we are unstoppable. Now share this with every woman who needs it because this is how we are changing the world, one woman at a time. As always, get out of your comfort zone and go towards the dreams you've always wanted to achieve. For women who love the F word, being fabulous, having freedom and financial independence. My dear soul rich woman, sending you my love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.